All right, guys, it feels like it's been ages since we last had a last, uh, you know, Club Top Shot show. Lots going on this week. We have the launch of Floaty, MBL's, uh, you know, project that he's been working on. Excited to get the lowdown from him on that. We got all kinds of craziness going on in the NFT space. We have Top Shot snafus with the drops. We're going to open some packs with our club VIPs later. We're going to get a little preview of the Top Shot All-Star game. Loaded show tonight, plus giveaways. Buckle up. Let's do it. Damien, you can retire. Let's call up Steve <laughs> Kerr right now. Tell him you're done. Three on two game. Oh, I'm an incredible basketball player. Awful shooter. Awful no. shooter. Would you ever gamble on shooting? Solid? Here we go. Me. We got jaw lighting up. Again. I'm not going to let me go. <laughs> All right. Club Top Shop going up on a Tuesday. Love. All right, guys, how are we doing tonight? NBL, we missed you last week. You've had your head down. How did the launch go, buddy? Launch went well. I've missed you guys, too. It's been a stressful couple of weeks. The, the most stressful part has been not being with you guys, so it's great to be back. How you guys doing? Launch was, launch was good. Launch was good. Do you, do, you, do you guys want a lot of detail now? Later, I later. Mean, we, we, can, we can ease into yeah, it here. Into, yeah. We could do some foreplay, let's, Andy. How, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> let's tease I'm good. Little, I'm been busy. Crypto stuff's crazy. I fly to Florida this weekend for a wedding where I get to not watch the Super Bowl. So that's going to be fun. Um, it's a Sunday yeah. night wedding? Yeah. Where have you been? I guess you haven't been. We've we've been roasting Andy for missing the Super Bowl for a wedding for a couple yeah. of weeks now. <laughs> well, well deserved. I'm really, I'm well deserved. really Wow. Yeah. Are you going to do anything fun while you're down there on non-wedding days? No. I mean, maybe we'll do something Friday night. So we fly in Friday. Allie is in the wedding party. I know literally no one there other than Allie. Uh, then there's like a rehearsal dinner on Saturday and like a wedding rehearsal Saturday during the day. And then wedding. She'll be busy all day Sunday. Wedding Sunday from like, I think those... The wedding itself starts at like four and the reception is like six to 10. It could not be worse. Uh, so there's a world where like, if it's a close game at halftime, I'm going to be like, Ali, listen, I'm sorry. We have to go to the bar. Like, <laughs> just, We can't stay here any longer. Um, but then we leave on Monday. So quick trip. Uh, and uh, breaking news. We have NFL insider uh, Jack uh snapback sports settlement here uh jack is in la i assume you know just kind of really pounding the pavement talking to his sources you know i i hope he's trying to get kind of the lowdown on you know tyler higby's availability for the super bowl so jack we are standing by for all of your nfl and uh nba insider updates so uh keep us posted on that uh peter of course doing everything he can at his rec basketball league so you guys are getting a three-man tonight but we're gonna have lots of fun we're going to do some giveaways. We got floaty merch giveaways. I'm going to give away a couple of my uh, Kevin Durant uh, packs from uh, the drop the other day. We're going to rip open some packs later. Um, but Mike, yeah, tell us tell us about floaty. I still feel, feel like I need the explain it to me like I'm five uh, thing. And, sure. and uh, you know, let, let us know what's going on over there. Okay, great. So for, for people watching who don't know, we launched floaty last night after 
a very long time. We've been working on it for the last year. Um, it's been a lot of development, but also a lot of kind of navigating interesting legal waters and flow waters and all that good stuff. But yes, we have officially launched the explain it to me like I'm five version, the easiest way to do it. Oh, nice. Thank you. Should I, should I do it on mine? I could, we can like do a whole loan situation if we want. Yeah. Why don't, why don't, maybe it's easier for you to, uh, to manage yeah, sure. there. Yeah. Um, so, so before we jump into that, uh, the, the basic concept is that it's, it's a peer to peer, um, NFT lending platform that allows you to collateralize your NFTs and borrow against them. So think peer to peer pawn shop basically, um, as a, as a starting point. And then we're looking to build quite a bit from there, um, and focus on the flow ecosystem for now. Um, and so, yeah, I'll share a screen here. Hmm. Don't need to check the sound box. We don't have music yet, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, you don't, you don't you have, have loan a... initiation music. <laughs> no, but but uh, it's, it's, if, on the, uh, it's on the roadmap. I mean, Mike, if I'm going to loan up, you know, my Luka Doncic <laughs> Cool Cat, I need the Cool Cats music uh, playing while I authorize that transaction. All right, did that work? Yeah. Okay, great. So here's what the platform looks like. You sign in with your Blockto wallet, which is actually a nice interface. Um, and we've got a pretty standard landing page. This kind of shows um, recently listed loans, which are loans that have been added to the marketplace, which we'll, we'll kind of talk about what that means. These are recently funded loans, which we can talk about. So some nut, actually know who it was, did a $5,000 loan, funded a $5,000 loan. That's actually our maximum loan size right now. And someone beat you to it. Oh, well, we'll put one out for you now if you want. <laughs> um, and so, so there, there are basically two sides of the equation. There are borrowers and lenders in the equation. So if you are a, a borrower, you come to this page, you connect your wallet, and you click new listing, which will allow you to select your collateral um, for, from your inventory here. So right now, we just support Topshot, and Topshot just supports legendary moments. So these are all legendary Topshot moments. It's a little bit frustrating. We, we hope that they will uh, open up rares and commons sooner rather than later. But the process is basically you select one of the NFTs that you want to borrow against. And again, this is going to be used as collateral. And so um, for anyone who's not in the loan game, basically, if you don't pay back the loan you take out, you lose your NFT. And the, the collateral, the purpose is to incentivize the borrower to actually pay you back. Um, so you select your NFT and then you come to this screen um, and Effectively, the way this works is you input what you want to receive as a borrower here. So what would I choose the Vince Carter? We can we can do one now. Maybe someone will come fund it for us. So this if I wanted to borrow a thousand dollars, I would put a thousand up here. And let's say I'm willing to pay someone five percent over, I don't know, 50 days or whatever it is. Um, then this is what the borrower will receive on this side is actually what the lender puts in. So in this example, the lender puts in $1,055. Um, some of that goes to a collection royalty, which we can talk about if we really want to get to the nitty gritty. Some of it comes to us for a fee and the rest of it goes to the borrower. And then the borrower has 50 days to repay the original amount they got plus the interest for a total of this borrower repayment. Um, I guess we can go through the royalty. Basically, the way the royalty works is if the borrower does not repay and the NFT is transferred to the lender, then the royalty gets sent to the issuer of the NFT, the same as any other royalty. If there is a repayment and there's no transfer to the NFT, 
then the royalty goes back to the lender. So from the lender's perspective, they put out 1055 they get back the 1050 from the borrower plus the 50 from the collection royalty for a total of 1100 And this, as we saw in the marketplace, is what the lender will actually see. The lender doesn't see this piping. This is just from the borrower's perspective to explain to them why what the lender is putting in is not the same thing as what they received. And we can put up a listing now. Uh, we, we can make it a little more fun so someone can go have a good time and get some free money because I'll probably pay it back in like an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's see if someone funds it. So I guess for this, we, we have an auto repayment. So if you check this box and you have enough money in your account when the loan expires, it'll automatically repay it for you. Um, and then this is just an acknowledgement of terms because safety first. Are there... Are there any, um, obviously you can set the, you know, percentages for whatever you want. Are there some, you know, guidelines or rules of thumb that you would recommend? So we can't provide guidelines legally if we don't want to be regulated as a financial institution. Gotcha. If, if we provide guidelines, that's providing underwriting services, which makes us financial institution, which means we got to KYC everyone, which we don't want to do. Um, that's a different service then. Um, hold on, let me just list this. So I guess just to finish off, this is the summary of your order. This tells you what you're going to receive. This tells you how much you're paying, what your annual version of that is. Um, we do have a listing fee, which we can talk about. We're waiving it for now because startup uh, launch week type deals. No $1 listing fee right now. And then we hit list and it goes onto the marketplace. And so when this is done, it'll be added to the marketplace here. Uh, Very nice. Yeah. What happens uh, for longer term uh, lending if there's a dramatic uh, increase or decrease in the value of the moment being posted? So it's a good question. So after you put up the loan, I'll, sh I'll show the lending side in a second. But basically the way it works is a lender comes along and they identify one of these and they say, I think that's a good deal. I'm like willing to put $1,000 to get back $1,100 um, with the security of a Vince Carter Cosmic behind it. Um, and then they fund that loan. The borrower receives here. Um, we have, this is our fat finger guard. Basically there's five minutes after you submit to, that you can um, delist the loan. So if, if, you're, if you're a lender, you can't come along and, and loan against that yet. Um, so let's say I went to this Bradley Beal hollow and I wanted to fund it. This person wants $5,000. Let's just say I wanted to do that. I would click fund. And then the NFT would be pulled from their wallet, stored in our smart contract. Um, and then the earlier of a repayment from the borrower or the end of 60 days determines the end of the loan. And no matter what happens between now and then to the NFT price, it's the same outcomes. If the borrower repays, they get the NFT back. If the borrower doesn't repay, they lose the NFT and it goes to the lender. So there's no like liquidation or margin or anything um, along those lines. So as a platform, we're like agnostic to the outcome of the NFT during the term of the loan. Um, Andy, if any other previous kind of tutorials on this show or any indication, you're thinking of ways that you can break this right now. Yeah. Please break it. Yeah. Now, the, the, the P2P loan market is a pretty well, uh, pretty well established one. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting because you're not, you're generally not going to get fair market value for your loan because basically the person who is issuing the you know the other side of that deal who's giving you the loan is kind of taking this like 60 day or however long the the borrower's bet that the price won't go down below 
um, basically after the, the length of the loan, if the price of the moment is worth less than what they put in for the loan, then they lost money. And so generally you're going to see a pretty big difference there between, uh, you know, the amount that you get to borrow and the value. Uh, normally I've seen, you know, like 50%, yeah, something, something in that range. Uh, but yeah, I think this will be really, really interesting to see how it plays out with, with top shot stuff, whether it, you know, how it works on giving liquidity to people or potentially trying to, to snipe a good deal. Cause I mean, if you, when you think about it, this is like kind of the first ever offer system that is possible for an MBA top shot moment. Uh, right. Like it's not technically an offer, but like you are kind of putting in a bid for this moment saying that if you don't pay me back, I, I'm happy to buy this moment for this much money. Yeah, that, that's how a lot of people are thinking about it. The, the we've got a, a different we we have a million medium posts as you can imagine from my from how I write on Twitter. We've got a lot of medium posts. Um, yeah, but, but so so yeah, Andy. Exactly to your point, um, th this concept, the the loan to value concept, is exactly what you're talking about. So the it's a it's a less risky loan for the lender if the loan to value, which is basically the percentage that the loan amount is relative to the value of the underlying asset, the lower that is, the safer it is for a lender. And so, in a in a market like this, where it's a volatile asset, where um, it's you know kind of a, a new type of product, the LTV will probably be pretty low. Um, yeah, and so yeah, we we have a little bit of a some write up on that. But we have lots of lots of fun articles for people to learn and read about floating. I mean, I know it's uh, you know we're just a day or so in, but any fun testimonials or use cases that have surprised you so far? Yeah, so I mean, we've covered a lot of this in what we wrote up here. So like, we have a whole article on use cases for borrowers, which are basically like, why would someone do this instead of just sell their NFT? And this one I think is interesting, the hedging your portfolio. And this gets a little bit complicated, but basically if you have an asset that's worth $10,000 and you can take out a loan for $5,000 against that asset for 60 days, if that asset dips below $5,000 um, during that 60 day period, you've locked in $5,000. So it's an interesting way to kind of hedge your portfolio against a catastrophic loss. So people are viewing it from that perspective. Um, there's also the angle of deferring capital gains taxes, which we've covered here, which is basically if you don't want to sell your asset, but you do want to realize some liquidity on it or some, you know, take out some cash because the assets appreciated a lot, the borrowing against it allows you to do so without triggering capital gains taxes. So there's a lot of interesting use cases. On the lender side, it's pretty straightforward. Um, it's basically, I have capital available. I want to make a loan and generate some income or due to Andy's point, the, the loan to own concept. Um, which is basically I'm, I'm issuing a loan with the hope basically that the person doesn't pay me because I want to own that asset. Yeah, that makes sense. Jacob uh, asking any plans to extend to other chains and use other NFTs as collateral. Yeah, so definitely other NFTs on flow for a start. Um, I would say our immediate plans are not to go to other chains yet. We definitely over time, but you know, while we can it'd be the, the big fish in, in the flow ecosystem because there, you know, there's not too many other people out there. We, we want to take advantage of that and um, you know, continue building out our service here. And it's what we know best and what we like. Um, and Mike, I believe you said uh, you willing to give away some, some floaty merch tonight. Yeah. Um, 
What I say? Yeah, we, we, we can uh, give give away two hoodies. We've got some fun hoodies. I should have worn one of them. That would have been a smarter move. But yeah, let's uh, let's do some floaty hoodies. Um, we can we can do yeah. I mean, I don't know how many spins we want to do, but we can do like two hoodies, two hats. We've been doing Top Shot shopping spree giveaways, which is kind of fun. Just the winner gets to tell me what they want, and we just buy it for them. Um, there we go. But let's yeah. Um, all right, let's do, yeah, let's do two sweatshirts, two hats, and we can see. I'm having champagne right now as part of the <laughs> celebration, so we'll see how the champagne hits me. Maybe we can do more later. Um, as you guys can see here, I am I am moving on from Wheel of Names. It was uh, alerted to my attention uh, from my buddy Mike Zakarian over at Team Hold that StreamYard now has uh, giveaway integration, which is going to make my life a lot easier not having to download Google Forms and upload. So use yeah, uh, nice. hashtag as hashtag floaty here uh make sure you're subscribed to nice. the channel and um if you win uh your name will obviously come up and then i would say um leave a, a comment after or you know dm us or mike uh, yeah, for the redemptions yeah. um so we'll check in on this in a second here um so mike have you been uh are, are you going to give us one of those what's the classic thing once the um the devs are done you know, with their, you know, putting out the project, they say dev sleepy and then they go away for uh, a and couple days. <laughs> and then you the, rock. The, the, the devs are, are, are never done is, is, is what I've learned. Actually, it's, it's been a fascinating experience. Uh, I get, I get a, a small glimpse into probably what Andy's day-to-day -day looks like. I, I, I was on a number of calls with our CTO and other developers during the process and it's fascinating to, to listen to them work and, and operate and I've learned a lot over the last kind of six to 12 months while we've been building this. And it's really cool to, to better understand how it all works and to get a little insight into the world of Andy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You guys now, uh, you know, live in that, uh, that startup life. When did, when was the first nugget of this idea for you, Mike, how far back does this go? This goes back to, I don't know if it was closed beta top shot or just after that, there were a lot of people in top shot, doing exactly this where it was like all right i've kind of invested my life savings and some into <laughs> into top shots and i need money now so who wants to you know loan me some money uh i'll, I'll you know i'll give you whatever it is 10 percent over a month and just to make sure i don't disappear or if i do here's an asset to hold on to um and i did a bunch of those um and i don't know if you got it into any of those but there's there a lot of that going on it's uh <laughs> It was it was a wild west out there. So yeah, yeah we, we're just like let's let's formalize the idea. What it, how do you are there um for you guys using your own platforms, fractional and floaty? How do you guys think about that? Is that like is it weird for you to do that? Obviously, it's a good promotional tool if you do. How do how do you think about you know using your own product? So for for us, we're we're basically saying we're like in beta right now. We're not really in beta, but we're working on a few things. We're gonna launch a few new features soon. And we're, we basically said, as long as we're in beta, team members that can use the platform and like, here are our wallets, um, just like track it, do whatever you want. But after that, we're saying no team members on the platform. Yeah, generally when we first started kind of similar, like just to kind of bootstrap stuff and all that, we were yeah. excited to fractionalize stuff, but also like we kind of did it. We weren't trying to maximize our return in using anything and so it was more just to get interesting things on the site and have people get have the chance to mess around with it now at this point when different things come up the general approach is like probably better to just not 
yeah not partake especially after everything happened with with nate and everything better yeah that's that's exactly it's not worth the risk (laughs) there's a million other places you can go trade things and and you know do whatever you want so I'm yeah. D. I don't know if you guys. I, I'm. Uh, am I still sharing? Okay. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm delisting Lunar because we actually let you. You can put up more than one listing with the same NFT. But if someone gets to one before you and our like little checker thing hasn't reached all the other NFTs to so make sure the collateral is still there, um, then you'll get an error when you try fund it. So I have two up with Vince Card right now. So I'm pulling one down to make sure the users get a great experience. <laughs> Uh, um, Mike, only accepting legendary moments. Is this just more of an extension of you kind of top shot shaming people? Um, yes. who don't have elite collections and this is just, you know, more ways for you to do that. The, the rich get richer. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's a bit of a pain, but we're, we're going to be supporting lots of collections soon. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not great. I've, uh, we're we're trying to tag Rohan where we can to get him involved. But I don't think it's Rohan's call, unfortunately. It seems like it's more of an NDA decision. I also like the idea of this. You you mentioned, um, you know, having other projects on Flow as part of this. You know, this is going to really push up against you being a, a top shot maxi here. You're you know you're going to have to be getting in those baller streets. You know what what I else know. we got going on Flow right now? I, I own one baller, so I have good plans about changing my profile picture for like 14 minutes while I head into their Discord to say, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I got big plans. I got big plans. Mike, you do know you can change your profile picture by server, right? Uh, so, yeah, but you have to pay for Nitro, don't you? To do oh, is that a – I mean, come on, Mike. Pay for Nitro. <laughs> my God. I mean, you're, you're looking at a circle uh, Twitter profile picture guy. No yeah, Twitter I don't – I don't think Andy, I appreciate you that. holding out as well. I, I've, I've noticed. No, <laughs> no, the worst part is that I own Twitter Blue. I, I pay for it anyway. Oh, I'm just too, the worst part. I'm too lazy. I change my profile picture so often that I'm not going to go through the extra bells and whistles to to make my profile picture look like a hexagon. No one needs to, no one needs uh, to do that. Speaking of that, I feel and like I saw, I've established I... a, level, a level of like, I, I own the things that I make my profile picture and people will believe me. I was I was dying. You tweeted it. I didn't even see that you tweeted. I tweeted it to a Von Miller changing his. You know he had crypto punk profile picture for literally twenty six <laughs> minutes. I went in the time timestamps, and then he went to what was it a clone X after? Yeah, it was so fast. I would just love what, what was going on during that twenty six minutes, uh, where he's like, oh no, actually, new profile pic here. Um, Real quick, uh, let's see. Get in. Uh, we we have eighty entries. If you guys want to get in on the floaty merch hashtag floaty, uh, make sure you are subscribed to the channel to be eligible, and uh, we'll we'll draw those in a second. Um, speaking of Von Miller and CryptoPunk <laughs> stuff, um, L- Larva Labs kind of sentiment right now is at Ooh. an all time low. Um. Andy, what, what's your take on, and, or maybe give people kind of a TLDR on it first and, and then what you're thinking about it? Yeah, well, I think, so, so the TLDR is basically, there were, for those who aren't familiar, there was a version of the CryptoPunks contract that was deployed first that had a bug in the marketplace code. And uh, then Larva Labs stopped made a new contract no bug they said these crypto punks are the crypto punks uh but 
a bunch of people had and had claimed the old CryptoPunks. And so a couple people, uh, actually one of them was like a, he was a pretty big Top Shot guy early on, uh, Hemba. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, they they like revived the old V1 CryptoPunks and like wrapped them in 721, like a 721 contract so that you could trade them on OpenSea or wherever else. Uh, and they started trading a lot and like for a lot of money. And so then Larva Labs, who had like a thousand of them, tweeted out like, hey, uh, just so you know, we don't like the view on CryptoPunks and we are going to dump ours. We have a thousand of them. And buy V2 CryptoPunks, like the original CryptoPunks in their mind. And so then they sold some and bought a CryptoPunk and then they issued a takedown request to OpenSea for the punks. Honestly, I mean, it was so stupid of them. It's hilarious to me. Because, I mean, like, I can't have... Like, they basically just, like, robbed some people. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's hilarious. Um, I, I'm try, I, like, I, I was trying to think of the appropriate correlation of, like... they. It's almost like if the NFL sold someone tickets to the Super Bowl and then said, actually, those seats don't exist in the Super Bowl anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, the, I think the the bigger issues too, right, is, I mean, for a while, a selling point of Larva Labs and, you know, CryptoPunks was they were so hands-off. The CryptoPunks are the CryptoPunks. The narrative tells itself nothing needs to be done. These just exist. And there's all this risk, you know, we're now seeing it with uh, Board Ape Club and getting doxxed and wondering, are there skeletons in the closet? There's all these risks to these teams. And so it's like, this was supposed to be a selling point for Larva Labs being hands off. And now whenever they pop up, it's like they're fumbling the bag. A lot of people view MeBits as kind of a cash grab and disappear. Now a lot of people see these guys coming. The one time you hear about Larva Labs, they're rugging people dumping and then asking for a takedown notice. Like it just seems like they need some PR help or some kind of um, assistance in navigating these waters. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, like our conversation, my conversation with a lot of people was like the risk to CryptoPunks more than anything else was if Larva Labs like can't stay out of their own way. Um, And that, so as of over the last six or so months, it seems like that might be the case, um, but it's it's also a short period of time, and, and markets go in cycles. So I, I'm like I'm trying to not overreact to it too much, um, and obviously I'm biased. I'm still significantly more exposed to punks than I am to. Also, I'm you guys are lagging for me. I don't know if I'm lagging for you guys or if. Okay, you're good for us. I'm just gonna you're keep good, going. Yeah, it, it's definitely my internet, but I just want to check if, if my video is lagging. Um, but. Yeah, I feel like things could definitely change still, and we'll see. Like, you know, Board Apes and, and some of the other projects that have done well haven't really screwed up too much. And so maybe sentiment will be different. You know, no one's perfect. Eventually they'll do something dumb and people won't be happy about it. And so it'll be interesting to see kind of how that plays out and what happens. Um, and I mean, I know there are also really serious people who want to buy the CryptoPunks IP from Larva Labs. I don't think they'll sell it. But I know that that is like a real thing that is a legitimate thing people are trying to do and like turn it into a DAO. Uh, and so there's a world where that could happen too. And I think that would be really, really bullish for CryptoPunks. You do think that? Okay, so I kind of take the other view, which is almost what Overzet was saying before. What I like about punks is the, the hands-off, like 
here's what they are basic they were like first they you know they uh, pioneered a whole a whole thing they you know the profile pictures erc 721s all that good stuff and like they don't need much more I, I get like a little bit worried when you when you start playing the ip game which has always been why i'm like a little bit bearish on board apes that like if, if someone else does that better than you then what are you bringing to the table at that point and like I, I kind of like the plain simple punk story. So I don't know. You think it's you're like you like the idea? Well, I think it's, it's just a complete like something with it. No, I don't even care about that. It's just a complete loss of faith in the Laura Labs guys to do right by it. To where I like I think like if no one owned the IP and it was somehow burned forever, I think that would be better than them still like having ownership or just like over the IP. CCO or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, which isn't they would never do that. But like, yeah. if they were bought out by a DAO, I believe the DAO would do that. And yeah, so like that, like that. that was really that that's really more for me is I think like I have lost faith in their ability to steer the ship long term. And so I think that like the people who would want to buy out that IP as a DAO and do all of that, I think that they would more appropriately align with the ethos of exactly what you are saying and would want to see that come to fruition based on the people that I've spoken to who are like actually serious about this. Um, but do- I doubt it'll ever happen. What do you what do you think, you know, let's just assume that they're not, you know, donkeys. Like, is this coming from a place of, holy cow, we created this thing. We have this our own marketplace where there's no fees. They haven't been able to really capture a lot of money until the me bit stuff. But is this all like their way of saying, like, we deserve more financial kickback for for what we did? I'm just trying to think otherwise what would lead them to a bunch of their actions. Honestly, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I, I, my the my kind of take on it is like I think it. it and I, granted, I've never spoken to them. I don't really know the team. I, I don't know that much about those two guys and anyone else who works for them now. Because I have to imagine it's a bigger team than the two of them now. Uh, I think they're just like two nerdy guys who worked for Google and made this thing, and it turned into something way bigger than they ever thought or expected that it would be and don't know like they're just not prepared to be able to handle that like it's just not what their skill sets are not what they were expecting or what they wanted even as far as like responsibility and all that um and so i i I think it's more just like kind of came out of nowhere over the last year Uh, most of the time that they were uh like that punk started running up during the initial nft run they were still working for Google. <laughs> like they still had data. Wow. <laughs> they weren't just like, you know, it's not like the board Ape guys who I'm sure once they sold out, were all in made a company and they said, all right, board Ape is what we're doing. They were, you know, just still two guys who were hacking on projects in their free time and working for a normal tech company. So I, I think it's just really that they didn't really know or anticipate any of this happening to the level that it did. And were caught off guard and, don't know how to handle it. And what do you, Mike, when you see, um, you know, some of these long standing uh, crypto punk owners, guys who have been, you know, in the community for a long time, you know, whether it's a Dutch auctioning their, their moments or kind of doing their, their Twitter threads saying that they're, they're getting out. Do you think this moves the needle? Does this scare you as a, as a big crypto punk bag holder? How are you thinking about it going forward? Um, I, I, people look. It's it's actually interesting because there are a lot of really really smart people who are taking various sides of the equation. Like the you know the pe- people are writing thoughtful threads. My view on it is kind of like for better or for worse. Like 
I don't really care what's going on behind the scenes or what Larva Labs does or what they say or anything. Like the story remains the same. Like that's what I like about it. I didn't buy them because I think Larva Labs are a good looking couple of dudes or smart dudes or like they're going to have interesting future projects or they're going to bring utility to it. I like the story. I think the story is interesting um, and really not much that they're, I, I, I view it as separate from anything Larva, Larva Labs does at this point. Um, I recognize that it has a market impact when things like this happen, but like in terms of what I find appealing about the project, I don't really care what they do. And, you know, if they come out with something really cool and exciting that does well for my, for my bags, like great. If, if they, you know, do something stupid that hurts my bags, like meh, crappy, but like, it doesn't like, uh, it doesn't affect my own personal view of it. Just obviously the, the value of the assets themselves. Like, I, I don't really care what they do. Yeah. I, th I, I think the V1 story is, is interesting. Like initially I was like, oh, this is kind of like nonsense. Like people are just looking for the next pump. Um, and now it's kind of like, eh, also an interesting part of history. Like this was their like first attempt at it. And it, it, you know, they had a bug. It didn't go that well. Like now that's kind of like an interesting story, an interesting asset. It's like some like rare book that came out and like, oh, there was a first copy that they tried to do. And like the first 40 pages were ripped in half. Like that's kind of interesting too. Um, so I don't own any, I, I probably won't be buying any, but like, yeah, it's kind of an interesting story. Like I don't dislike V1 and like look down upon it. Like that's also an interesting story. Well, and it, you know, to me, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have said this as well, like the derivatives of any of these, you know, projects, like it, it only strengthens the original IP in the original project. I mean, you see right now, like every random ape derivative, you know, has a quick pump, you know, because everyone loves the apes. They're chasing that high of the board apes. And we've seen it over and over with crypto punk derivatives too. It's almost like, just let it happen. Like let every random ass crypto punk derivative happen because they're all paying an homage to your original thing. Like just, just let that happen. I don't know. Or is V2 paying, you know, paying a, a, a little hat tip to V1? Yeah. What do you think about that? Could be, could be. Um. All right. Let's uh, give away some floaty merch. Mike, I'm going to draw. You tell me uh, what this first one is for here. Um. I would say anything from our little product store, which we can walk through, but the hoodie is the most expensive item. So it will say hoodie or worse. Hoodie, hoodie or worse. Yeah, Ooh, you I can like pick. If you want a hat, I mean, the hat's nice, but the hat's like 11 bucks or whatever. You can get a hoodie if you want. All right. Who do we got here? Michael. Michael McDowell. Nice Michael to see Michael McDowell. Face. Come on so, down. Someone fully doxxed here in this yeah. world of Web3. I think. Anons. I mean, it, 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 could be a, <laughs> it could be a catfish. It could be. Um, all right, we're gonna do another one here. Uh, Mike, is this for another hoodie yeah. or worse giveaway? Yeah, Ho hoodie or worse. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst. The, the better phrasing. Or... I mean, I'm in the marketing game now. Anything you want. <laughs> there you go. This is like a, a slow roll at the end. It seems like everyone's about to win. It is. It is. Jay Hartness, eighty-three. So the way. Josh Hart. Josh Hart uh, <laughs> on the move uh, right now. Um, I will say just so we can tie your name, leave a comment once the video is done, because then I'll be able to uh, recognize your name with just either like a Twitter contact or your discord. And, and we'll make sure to get this. Um, all right. Another one, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, actually, this one will say this hat. This <laughs> okay, hat. hat. It's so nice. I mean, hat or hats. worst. Hat or worse? Are we talking or... the hat on your head right now? Like they're going no, 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 no. This is or... this is no, no. This is going to my grandchildren. This has been on so many Club Top Shot episodes. Hat or worse, which which means you can get a hat or a mug. 
Okay, we have Matt S here. Matt S for a hat or a mug. And we can let's do one more hat or mug. All right, one more hat or mug or worse. Is there anything worse than a mug in the store, Mike? We have a toddler Stickers? outfit, but I think it's more expensive than a hat. Okay, a toddler outfit. You're coming out, out of the game. I know, but they didn't have merch. the you, we couldn't do it in this blue. We had to make it black background, so it's not that good. What about a toddler? Yeah, what about a toddler? One day. One day. <laughs> yeah. We, we still have just an empty house here. AK-47 Raider. I, I hope that's uh, Andre Karolinko, not the gun. And I know that's his nickname because of the gun, but I hope that this is this guy's talking about Andre Karolinko. There you go. Um, so get in contact with uh, with Mike or us uh, after the show. We got, we'll get you guys squared away in the floaty store. We'll also do um, some more giveaways later for uh, some Kevin Durant packs. Um, speaking of Top Shot, man, Top Shot had quite a week. A uh, lot mm. of snafus, lots of pack drop issues, largely around randomization. I feel like I don't, I can't even recap all of the various issues we had. I guess, Andy, real quick from just like a high level tech standpoint, like how big of a issue is this? Or like how hard is it to catch this kind of stuff? I mean, I know you don't necessarily know the specific inner workings of their code, but I think like a lot of people from the outside, it's just like, how are we this deep into it and stuff like this is still happening? Yeah, so I'm going to be totally honest. It's been a very busy week. I do not know everything that happened. I know, like, I saw people tweeting that, like, shit was going down or that it wasn't working very well. Could you give me, like, a quick update of everything that actually was wrong? I can do it. Over that you can if you want. No, you're, you're going to be our guy here. Okay, so they, um, last week, introduced um, these game, recognized game packs, GRG packs, as you know, everyone likes the acronyms. And they are special for a couple of reasons. One, each of the moments is narrated by Kevin Durant. It's kind of like Kevin Durant's release. Like, he was involved with it. They had, like, videos of him talking about it. Each moment had commentary from him. And arguably more exciting than that is that they were going to be kind of the loot box style packs where there's like a 1% right. chance of a hollow 4% chance of like an MGLE and whatever. Um, so, and, and then they split them into elite packs and regular packs and the elite packs had like different odds or whatever than the standard packs. Um, but the elite packs were like 49 bucks, regular packs were 19 bucks and the elite pack drop uh, happened. And afterwards it became quite clear that, the shuffling of the hollows, which are the most valuable possible assets in the drop, were screwed up or was screwed up. And so the I think the last, like whatever it was, a thousand people in line all got hollows. And the challenge there is you were able to batch buy packs. So you could buy five packs. And if you bought five and you were at the end of the line, you got five hollows. And so there were a lot of people who just got five hollows or four hollows, how many packs they got at the end. Um, and everyone who bought packs at the beginning did not get hollows. And so that was a messy situation. And um, they basically put out a blog post about it saying, like, we, we screwed up. Um, we're re- reimbursing everyone's cost to the pack. So keep your moments. We're giving you money back. Great. Then they um, said, we're delaying the standard drop until next week when we can figure out a randomization. And that was, God, I'm, I'm not working on much sleep either today or yesterday or the day before. I don't know. Sometime recently. Um, I even bought these. I just can't remember when it happened. And 
the challenge this time was first of all, after about a hundred packs were bought, they paused the line for half an hour to like make sure the randomization was working well. And they said, great, looks good. Um, and for some odd reason, I, can, I mean, maybe Andy can explain how this could happen technically, but every pack that had a hollow in it had a 50% chance of also having one of the 4k rookies, which is like supposed to be scattered. And the chance of like, of any pack having a 4k rookie is supposed to be like 3%. So there's no reason why given a hollow, it would be 50% for a 4k rookie. So like that was a screw up. And I think some people even had a hollow and like three or four or sorry, and three other 4k rookies. So the, the short of it is they had randomization issues again. And everyone's kind of saying like, just do like rand between on Excel or like random randomization, like in, in its most basic sense is like not a difficult thing. So what the hell is going on here? And like, I really don't know the answer, but that is what is happening. There you go. Bethany with the rand between. And that's yeah, it. it. That's weird. I, yeah. It, it's that, that kind of stuff is definitely frustrating because it's like, how have you not had enough time to figure out how to do random, like randomization and packs? Like when, when it happens the first time and you're like, oh, okay. And then it happens the second time and you're like, was it a different bug? What did you change? What happened? And I guess to like, like in their defense, if it's like a, they probably had to have a relatively different mechanism for these packs than they'd ever had before because of how the, the updated odds and possibilities worked. Um, but it's kind of crazy that they don't have a more robust testing framework for this kind of stuff like that to me just feels like the only thing you test for when you're trying to do this yeah. and so that's surprising to me that just like that kind of thing could slip through and I, it must be something with i guess i i don't know how they're getting that randomness if it's something from the blockchain maybe there's some issues more at a structural level like happening on flow that they're not aware of, but I'll have to read more and read more into it and see uh, someone in the chat said that they addressed it in their blog post. I'd be curious to see kind of more of the technical rundown of it. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick while you guys talk. My, I know question, can't they do like a dry run? Just like take like nonsense assets and just say like, okay, let's simulate a pack drop and just do like, I, I, I don't think that would be technically difficult to do. I don't, I don't understand why that's not an obvious step. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I always feel bad sitting here saying, like, they could have done better without knowing what's going on behind the scenes. But, like, I, I, I can't understand what could have led to this. Yeah, yeah, and I think another source of frustration for people is, you know, even this new style of pack, which I think we, we touched on last week, is it's a fun new wrinkle to have in the Top Shot ecosystem, having the chance to bink some of these more and rare uh, moments. And that, but then everyone's like, well, wh why didn't we have these as part of Top Shot from the beginning? You know, they they mentioned the legal stuff. I, I don't think anything actually changed since the launch of Top Shot to when NFL All Day released. And then it's like, I I think people are also confused. Like, aren't these all dapper products? Why isn't like the same technology being shared? Why would NFL All Day have successful randomization? in their packs, but then Top Shot wouldn't in theirs. I think people are just kind of confused about the whole kind of setup with the tech too. Yeah. I don't know how it works, but I just know, for, you know from the floaty process, and I'm sure Andy, you've touched on this with Fractional, that it's complicated between the leagues and Dapper and what's allowed and what's not allowed. And so it's, it's very possible the NBA said, we're not, like, we're not cool with the loot box style and 
it was dapper working with the nba on that um it's also possible the nba and or the nfl says we're not sharing tech with the other side like build your own thing over there um and you know it, it happens at you know um when, when i worked at a bank it happens at banks where, where two different groups within the same bank are representing different bidders on the same auction process for a company for example and it's meant to be just like completely siloed even though you're sitting in the same office like you can't like talk to the other team um and so, so it's, it's it could be a similar thing where dapper just has like different pods focused on each league but like i don't know i mean i, I think it's, it's a lot of valid questions i i don't know the answer uh top shot saying all day probably has the same issues we just don't know because you can only buy one pack i mean didn't someone who uh, bought a pack got five hollows in yeah, one pack? yeah like no so. th- what this is a this comment makes sense for the first issue because the first issue was for the, the first packs one, yeah. were like stacked basically the good packs right. were all in a row but the second drop this would that the issue would still exist yeah, and it it does it is a bummer because it seemed like we had a stretch there for I don't know three weeks a month where Top Shot was kind of delivering. There were no hiccups. Sentiment seemed to be on the rise. People were excited. People had been having fun with the challenges. I believe the overall market prices had had risen, and then this week has just been um, really kind of back to reality, back to everyone's kind of concerns, all back to the the beta talk. And I think it just was deflating for everyone after kind of getting high on on the uh, on the product again. Yeah, I, I hear that. It's it seems like they've almost like. I, I don't know, like they've found this thing with the flash challenges that taps into like the DFS fantasy sports kind of feeling for everyone where you're effectively betting on outcomes of games where they announce a type of challenge. If it's top five rebounders, everyone looks at the numbers and says, okay, who could get the top five rebounds, especially who with a bottleneck type of moment does. And people like to speculate and bet on that. Then like people like that feeling. And like, I think that they've struck a nerve that even an error like this isn't going to be like, oh, you know, we're, we're going away from the platform. So I think that'll be okay. Um, I don't know how many more of these they can do though. Like, I don't know what really got bad for me. Like this stuff is, is technical. There's probably something going on behind the scenes that like we're overlooking or not understanding. I just, I cannot imagine that they've got like some intern running the randomization process and he just like forgot a, a one or something. Um, when they started having like tons of errors and blog posts and in the moment descriptions, typos and inaccuracies and errors everywhere that, that I, really didn't like because that seems just, just like a a quality review type of thing this kind of stuff i, I don't know I, I this is where i say like you know laugh all you want to everyone but like they're saying they're in beta if you don't want snafus like this just like hang tight on the sidelines for now yeah yeah i don't know one likes that but like i i think the hard i i hear what you're saying about that mike but the problem is is they to me, you could get away with that if they were doing the same thing like over and over and they're like, we're just trying to get this right. But when you're continuing to kind of like innovate and push the envelope, you know, essentially running before you're ready to walk, I think it's harder to cut slack, right? It's like, just just get the meat and potato stuff right where there's no mistakes. Then we can start to add in a little flavor here, but it's like, they, they're so ambitious, which we appreciate because they are scaling and they're doing, you know, lots of new things. But it's also like if you're going to hit new issues at every step of the way, maybe just lock down, you know, the, the basic stuff first. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, when this stuff was happening, Andy, like in, I don't know, November 2020, we're like, oh, they're brand new. This is like a lot of fundraising and a lot of time after that. And like, you know, for a while it was like, okay, like people have really high expectations, you know, the user base 100x in a month or whatever, and that given decent cover. And they're like, we're hiring, we're figuring it all out. There's a lot going on. And like, I don't know. I, 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 there, there's no like reasonable excuse for this. It's something where, you know, test better, do better. I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. Um, and it's, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. It always, it always feels like, you know, one step forward, two steps back kind of thing. And, and people are obvious, you know, we, we celebrated, we thought the, uh, the Kevin Durant partnership, uh, the commercial, I thought they did a really good job with that, Yeah, you know, and then it's like, well, and then it's the Kevin Durant drop that is just completely botched. And so it just, it's frustrating because I think, I mean, we're all bag holders. We all have invested a lot of time, uh, in money in this product and we want it to succeed. Uh, we want to be excited about it, but it's just like gut punch after gut punch along the way. Yeah. No, agreed. Agreed. And yeah, the, the, the Kevin Durant thing was particularly bad. A lot of people were upset about that. They're like, we're getting national attention. There's this ongoing starter pack challenge for new people. There's a lot of new adopters and like, this is the first experience they're having. Yeah. Um, we are going to, we're going to do some more top shot stuff in a little bit. We're going to have pack drip swing by. He is uh, planning a top shot all-star basketball game that NBL, I believe is participating in. Um, I'm not going to be able to make it, but we're going to have him on. He's going to give us a preview of the game. But before we get into more top shot stuff, I do want to just hit on a couple more of the crazy uh, news items that have happened in the past week in the world of NFT. It's like, I, I can't even prep the show notes without a new thing popping up. I mean, I haven't even got a chance really, Andy, to read about this Bitfinex uh, huge money laundering thing. I've seen the videos of the girl who is certifiably crazy and seems like a great follow on, you know, TikTok. But do you, can you give the people a TLDR on this one? So this was a hack for $70 million. Uh, 2017, I think, 2016, 2017, um, now worth $3.6 billion. And these people were caught. Uh, seemingly, they had all of their seed phrases stored in the cloud. I think they were bo big Board Ape Yacht Club fans, I guess, based on that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's pretty crazy. I think... Well, it's like, it kind of comes to the question, like, what would you even do if you had $3 billion that you couldn't really spend? I guess, like, it's kind of insane to me that, like, they were, the, the apparently they were caught because they were using bit refill to, like, buy $500 PS, like, PlayStation gift cards and shit. And it's like, if you have that much Bitcoin, just, like, go to a country with no extradition and just live like a king there for the rest of your life. I don't know. Why, why do you want to spend your time trying to do this? And they were like, still active on crypto twitter and it was just weird uh i mean her rap videos are next level i really highly recommend those we're, uh, we're gonna do that good. before you look at the screen i just want you to picture you know someone who could pull off this kind of hack you know the mastermind you know the uh you know the savvy the acumen to do this and then i will give you this 
I'm a motherfucking bad bitch. Go on, make me a sandwich. You queen, <laughs> like badge itch. So it's fucking tragic. Bad bitch, bad bitch, motherfucking bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch, motherfucking bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch, motherfucking bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch. I'm a motherfucker. That's fantastic. It's uh. If you ever wanted to know what your life is like after, I mean, it was this video, do you think shot before or after the, uh, I mean, she acquiring has the like hundreds of videos on YouTube. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know when they started. I didn't get, I didn't have a chance to look into the, the depths of her library today on <laughs> YouTube, but, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there was just really some incredible photos. Yeah, TikTok. I haven't even seen all of these. AirPods, AirPods, motherfucking AirPods. Where are my goddamn AirPods? Apple find my phone, but it won't work at home. God damn it, where are my AirPods? What? No, for real though. Why does Apple find my phone not fucking work well for finding AirPods in the case? It's the worst. Anyone feel me? Razzle Dazzle. (laughs) My lord. like, I think, honestly, it's one of those things, though, where when you see those videos, it's like, are we sure that she wasn't framed? I, <laughs> but then, like, all the evidence is that she definitely was one of the two people who did it. Like, it seems like that was totally the case. But you just watch those and you're just like, how do we know she's not just, like, legitimately not making fun of her, like, actually mentally ill and is being framed for this three billion dollar robbery like it just doesn't really make sense i don't know right right Mao says he's in love uh <laughs> she is married to the other uh co-conspirator though so uh yeah you know. there were some funny photos of him as well yeah this is his uh his linkedin photo um if you wondered uh what kind of man is married to a woman like that here's your answer um kind of right looks here. like frodo <laughs> it kind yeah well elijah yeah. would um yeah so that oh, that is a really funny picture of him like eating pasta on Ilya. the stairs his first name is Ilya, i believe Ilya lichtenstein the country yeah yeah there's also these, these like what <laughs> hold on <laughs> there's a couple there's like chilling in manhattan in- with 3.6 billion of stolen assets yeah i'll see on google cloud this is that's fake but oh, they just really laid it on there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was just on Kobe's page. I don't know who else has all the good videos. Um, Iceberg-y has like the best ones. He, he was posting about it all day. God, all of Andy's friends from crypto Twitter are so good at Twitter. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> uh, Keep going. Go there. Wait. No, it's got to be near the end. Oh, come on, folks. We caught a break here. Let's go. Okay, I'm up. We're getting grids. Airline, train, hotel. Can get the address, the street? German site. There we go. I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> go on, make me a sandwich. You annoying, like badge itch. So lame. Get everybody up. Do it now. Keep going. Oh my god. Go. Sam- sandwich with Vagic is an all-time run. It's an all-time run. <laughs> oh yeah. 
I mean, how many hip hop MCs are just so livid that they didn't come up with that line themselves? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Did you send me another one? It's just a picture of her doing the drinking with her foot thing. <laughs> this one was good too. So good. Let's see here. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, this, I mean, this is a weird ass couple, man. You you know these guys are into some real weird shit. Oh, this is actually a great call. If you guys know who Lauren Lapkus is. I don't know who that is. Can we bring her up? Uh yeah, she's a very funny LA comedian uh and actress who has um would absolutely nail oh, sure. uh, the vibe of uh <laughs> of her. Who's <laughs> sort of familiar? What's she in? Uh she was in uh her big stuff was um Pete's uh crashing. Uh, Pete Holmes is crashing on uh, HBO. Yeah. Um, she's also a lot of people know her from Comedy Bang Bang. She does a lot of uh characters on on that podcast. Um, yeah, that one is wild. Uh the other big news that I forget it could have been a week ago, could have been two days ago. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the face of ENS, uh something Brantley. Oh yeah. Uh, so much canceling an old awful tweet uh, that he had saying transgender people don't exist, basically going down the checklist of like super uh, far right religious beliefs. And he just had them all there in one tweet. And yeah, this he was, made it easy for us. he really did. There was no need, you know, like with uh, you know, these new NFL recruits or NBA prospects and someone has to like find six tweets from when they were 17. It was like Brantley just put them all in one tweet. Very convenient. Um, he uh, did end up getting canceled. Uh, I think ENS held a vote and uh, removed him from his position. And it was relevant because ENS has had a very big year with their rollout, with the airdrop, you know, more and more people kind of adopting it uh, as part of their, you know, Web3 personas. And this guy Brantley had really been the face of ENS. I know I started following him around the ENS token drop. I think he was the guy that said, uh, I didn't get free money. I uh, had governance responsibility. Got responsibility, but, yeah. Um, I think the conversation that I've seen now coming out of this, Andy, is this whole idea of canceling with Web3. I've seen a lot of pushback to what happened. How are you kind of, and I know this is a, a tough, tough question, but how are you kind of reconciling, you know, the awful things he said with this web three ethos or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I think like, so he was fired from TLD, which is the like private corporation that launched ENS. And so I think that that's fine. And, and there were some people who like, I, I would say, I don't think it is fine to be fired for your religious beliefs. But there were people who also had left that company who were like, I quit because I didn't like working with him because of like how his religious beliefs influenced my time at the company. And so I think like there probably was more to it there than just that, you know, a couple of tweets uh, in general. I, it, that one's in particular is really challenging because it's like, how do you decide whether or not someone's religious beliefs, like whether or not someone is allowed to have their own religious religious beliefs? I would say probably don't share your, you know, hateful <laughs> hateful religious beliefs on Twitter. Um, I think that one is like really challenging. 
some of the others are a little more cut and dry, but I also think, I mean, he said awful, awful things, but in the kind of culture now there is a almost, I don't want to say a full blown get out of jail free card because people will not forget that tweet, but you can say, I apologize. I said, bad things i am different now and he clearly knows that he has to act different now because he hasn't been tweeting like that the past six months right like he knows he has more responsibility so i guess i just don't understand why he wouldn't acknowledge that shift he's clearly changed how he talks on twitter why not say i do not think in this way the fact that he was willing to double down and he had to have known deep down that he was going to lose his job i'm sure he got off from like some kind of martyrdom standpoint. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, I mean, him. yeah, it's, I don't know him that well, um, but it was weird. Cause yeah, basically like his, his tweet about it was just like super not cool. It was like, Oh, it looks like I got the mob on me now. Like sucks. Yeah. Guys. I'm going to keep working in web three. And it's like, no dude, like regardless of whether or not these are your beliefs, like, generally you're entitled to believe whatever stupid things you want to believe. I'll tell you they're stupid, but you can believe whatever you want. Uh, it's like you hurt people's feelings and like, just because it doesn't hurt your feelings and you don't think it hurt other people's feelings like you did. And they were like, not cool things to say online, especially in a community that is trying to be very open and inclusive. And so like his dismissal of that, I think was like definitely wrong and there yeah like you like you were saying there's definitely a world where he does it in a much more like normal way where he says yeah listen like you know i'm a devout christian man and there are particular things in the bible and my beliefs around this stuff and i don't talk about it on crypto twitter anymore because i don't want to make people feel ostracized and alienated and doesn't affect my like time working with you and that's the end of it and it probably would have been fine um and yeah. it's so even just as a tweet construction let's just remove all the awful shit imagine just writing four sentences about everything you so strongly believe in life from a macro perspective and firing that off as a tweet that's just a weird fucking tweet i don't believe there's a god i believe nothing happens when we die <sighs> i believe that we shouldn't be eating red meat and global warming is real. That's the tweet. Like, who, who'd fucking tweet shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It was just all weird. And then, like, I mean, it wasn't the last of it. There were, there was someone else who was let go from super rare, like, the next day. Um, yeah, what was that situation? That one was weird as well. At the surface level, the first two tweets that came out were, like, they were just quotes from Kanye West songs saying the N word. And like, as a white woman, as a white woman probably don't want to be tweeting that. But like at the same time, it's not nearly as bad as a lot of other things. Um, and so a tweet like that from a long time ago, I, th- I think that one is like significantly more questionable as to like a, I should be fired for this standpoint or let go. Uh, but then there was a bunch of other stuff that came out that were there were some other weird tweets. Um, not even as much. Yeah, there was just some other weird stuff that wasn't really like using particular slurs or anything, but more just like weird beliefs or things that you would say online. Um, and so, yeah, it's hard to say. There was another person I don't really know. I, I didn't know who they were until all that drama happened. Um, but 
it's seemingly like everyone's getting really worked up now and it's just turned into like this weird mob of people wanting to cancel people and also wanting to yell at everyone who wants to cancel people out that's weird it's not it fun. also is kind of interesting you know when tied in tony asking about the doxed apes takes and there is kind of some overlap here as far as you know people being anonymous or pseudo uh anonymous in in the web3 space partly because in some instances it could give you a get out of jail free card you know everyone dug up brantley's linkedin he was a very public figure but there are versions of this where it's more on the beanie spectrum or, or someone who uh people don't know quite as well where you could hide behind this um did you guys have any takes about either the buzzfeed reporting in doxing or just kind of what it means to be uh you know a public web three figure that isn't or that is doxed yeah i mean I, I have a lot of opinions about this i think like one if you get to the level of prominence of board apes uh you probably have to assume that at some point you're going to be doxed that like you know there's the the occasional banksy or something where somehow it never comes out or whatever um, but like if you're they're raising funds from vc firms like you I, I've been, I had been on video calls with people on the board ape team. We didn't like, you know, share our last name and social security number, but like I've seen their faces before and stuff um, just about stuff with, with fractional. Um, and so I think that they probably didn't care as much as people on Twitter thought they did. I think there is potentially even a chance that it was all like a plant because it somewhat helped dispel some of the rumors around all the like board ape racism stuff and all of that. Uh, but I don't know. It's still like, I would feel really dirty if I was the person who did that because you now have a bunch of guys who could potentially, and maybe this was all set up, but like if they were not prepared for this and are all worth based on the valuation rumors, a billion dollars now, like, it's a it's an uncomfortable very uncomfortable situation to put people into that could like legitimately endanger someone's life um or well-being and so i think that it's very irresponsible on that side uh if they weren't really given fair notice and like i don't know it's like it's because it's one thing when you're a celebrity and you know that you're a celebrity and you're anticipating that and you act appropriately but it's a whole other thing when you're an anonymous person who all of a sudden is no longer anonymous and people know that you're worth $500 million, a billion dollars. Um, it, it just changes a lot of things about your life. What do you think, Mike? I'd say I have mixed feelings. I, I agree with the sentiment that you don't want to put anyone in danger. You don't want to put anyone in a tough situation, but it's also sort of this person's job to kind of uncover a story. And you know, th these guys, it's one thing if they're like living in a bunker in like Guam uh, these guys were like at the own, their own board ape party. Um, they were, you know, they'd spoken to a lot of people. They, you know, they they were they weren't like in hiding. So I think it's you know it's it's one thing if you've been like taking extreme precaution and someone's like used some investigative techniques to uncover who you are and then they release that. This, this was like a little bit of a different case. Um, I also I, I don't like gray areas as just a, a matter of concept. It's like how much money is too much money before you're allowed to like do proper reporting on someone like. What does someone have to accomplish before you can 
you know, run a story on them. How much advance notice do they need? Do you need more advance notice if you're worth a certain amount of money? It's kind of like, yeah, they're anonymous founders who had some loose ends and someone figured it out with publicly available information, wrote a story on it. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I see both sides. I don't have a strong stance on it. I, I, I think that I would say I don't love the concept that our media operates the way it does, but given that it does, I don't think this was like a particularly offensive thing. Yeah, I, I'll agree that like it's hard because it's like this person's job and probably yeah. they got a lot of kudos at BuzzFeed for doing this because a lot of people talked about BuzzFeed more than they would have otherwise. Um, so like they probably did a good job for this thing. It's just like, it feels a little dirty. I, I agree. It feels dirty, but yeah, yeah. it just feels yeah. gross. It's an it, icky job, but the person did a decent job of her icky job. Um, and, and something that doesn't, I don't think at least cross any legal boundaries. So it's like, and I do I think it's, yeah. it's in that gray area of, of like you were saying, like if this was an overnight, you know, viral sensation from a docs person, then the next day they got doxxed and their life is upended because of this versus someone, you know, Tom Brady's celebrity status over the years. Like he's had lots and lots of time to get his celebrity, you know, ducks in order. This is somewhere in between, right? Because this has been a slow build for board ape yacht club. They've had a lot of success. And like you were saying, they've gone to their parties and stuff. They have been enjoying the moment. So on the one hand, I'm guessing they've been kind of getting their house in order a little bit behind the scenes now for a few months. They probably are just a little salty that they weren't able to completely do it on their own terms. Yeah, that'd be my guess. I, I bet end of the day, it doesn't really change anything for them. If anything, now they'll all be uber famous people and you know there's there's fun things that will come along with that to a certain extent they'll be fine how uh i i mean i haven't followed it closely but are they um have they been pretty active as far as um i don't know like in their discord as like figureheads like is it known like when whatever's face is talking like everyone's like oh my god it's it's that dude like do they have that kind of celebrity status within the community or are they kind of truly in the shadows? I guess I just have no idea. No one knows? I don't really know either, to be honest. Um, yeah. In like the regular crypto Twitter community, I think like, yeah, they don't even have that many followers or anything. They're not incredibly active. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's yeah. always interesting to know you know, kind of what their, their motivations are, what they're going to get out of it. Obviously they've made, um, truly non-ironic generational wealth. And now it's like, well, yeah. and now what do you want your life, your online life to be, uh, you know, as it relates to this project, because there are versions of this where you have, I always think of the Tom Cruise in Magnolia, you know, like up on stage being like super dogmatic. Like there is a version of this project where the figurehead is like that and essentially worshiped by the community. And uh, I'm mm -hmm. wondering just like where on that spectrum, you know, these, these theoretical cult leaders would fall. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, we barely, I, did we, did we miss any of the other, were there any other big NFT news stories I'm missing? feel like we hit most of there, them. I don't know anything about this, but there was some drop that came out where 
the pre-sale was like, or the Dutch auction was like four ETH a pop, and then it just like crashed immediately before it was even revealed. Yeah. What the hell was that? Yeah. Was like, what, what, what's going on? It's what was that project? Pixelmon. Oh, Pixelmon. Okay. Yeah, they raised like seven hundred mil or seventy million dollars on their drop. Um, totally, totally insane. People are idiots. <laughs> that was like peak level fraud. Um, <laughs> I hadn't even heard about it until it sold out. I don't know, like, the, I don't even know if people hear about these things anymore. I'm sorry, CP Trey, just disappointed. Yeah, some of the NGMI guys, I believe, are down bad on on Pixel. Oh, are they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's been a rough uh, few days. I think raid party. A bunch of those guys were were in that. That hasn't been looking too hot. Um, raid party. Oh man, I'm I'm a yeah. I'm not minting anything these days. I, I think that the market's pretty worn out all around. It, Tony, it's, uh, sorry, Andy. Tony asked if you you were always doxed. Doctor yeah. Applesauce, please. <laughs> yeah, I try to like. I don't share stuff super often about like what I look like and stuff, but I do this. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, I just remembered the, the other big the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and you're, I mean, you're going to have everyone over to have parties at your rooftop. I mean, it's, it's going to be Jack Settlement style. You're just going to put on your Instagram story and tell whoever they want oh, yeah. to roll through. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other story I forgot, speaking of Instagram, was that big NFT Instagram account. Uh, Top Shot Fund had done some sleuthing. Oh dug into that it was uh, a mark cuban property that was being run by some other people they were charging a hundred thousand dollars for a post and they weren't vetting these projects very well lots of scams in there um the the account i believe has been taken down um this is more of like the classic you know fodder for people who are like you know nfts are are scams this is uh exhibit a of something to point to yeah, that, that was yeah, an interesting one. Good. We have to ask Jennings his thoughts on that. Um, uh, he, you know, he might have been part of it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Jennings <laughs> running an Instagram account. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, did there? I don't, I don't even know if there's anything much to uh, to say about it, other than um, you know, unfortunate that there's a ton of rubes on Instagram that don't know any better. That that might have been their first introduction to NFTs, and they're getting you know literally rugged right out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. It's just never good to have big prominent figures like that, that are not doing due diligence and shilling stuff, but that kind of stuff, it's just, you know, it slows down adoption and things to a certain extent, but doesn't change anything. It's the same as like, you know, random celebrities being paid to shill like baby Ethereum or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what is your, What's your favorite random celebrity uh, either shill or just being affiliated with a project? My, like, I still cannot believe that Eric Ebron is hardcore into DeFi kingdoms. Like, that just every time I, I hear that, my mind just explodes. Yeah, I don't know what my favorite is. Let me think about it for a second. I feel mm. like more and more there. There's some there's some good random ones yep. out there. And you you had love Chris Jenkins out there doing his thing. That's Nova boy. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. When he first like tried to auction off his sneakers that were worn during that game, he like DM'd me, he like cold DM'd me. 
Yeah, I got I got a cold DM from him also. I was like, Do you want to come on Club Top Show? He's just like, Yo, check out my project. I'm like, I don't care about your project. Do you want to come on Club Top Show? I got I got a Nova buddy. Uh trying to think it was like any really obscure ones. Here here's a better question for you guys. Who would be your dream um celebrity influencer for your site? So for fractional and for floaty, whether it just a hero of yours or you think they'd actually be a perfect uh product fit. Um, all right. Athlete or just anyone anyone? Anyone. Oh man, all right. Um hmm. Hmm. So mine is not min-maxing the influence they have by any means. Uh, but I think I'd go with T-Pain. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think T-Pain would be great. Uh, what, what kind of campaign, again, let's say unlimited budget, what kind of stuff would you like him to do? Just like maybe TikTok ads. Okay. Some, some T-Pain TikTok ads. I don't know what exactly he'd be doing in it, but... I don't know. He's a silly guy. I feel like he, he gets internet culture to a certain extent. He like streams on Twitch. Yeah. I, know, I feel like he'd do a good job. I can see it. I can picture him on TikTok and like the screen. He's like, he's like, yo, I'm T-Pain. And then you see all these, like the glass shatters and it's like all these different pieces of T-Pain. He's like, now there's a thousand versions of T-Pain. And that's what you can do on Fractional. <laughs> um, <laughs> Baltimore has an incredible suggestion. Yeah. Flow Rider for ah. Floaty. That's, that's just so like good. everything else just exited my mind when I saw that. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. That, I like yeah. it. Can, I, t- can I, I just take it or do I have to come up with my own one? No, you could, you could take it. I mean, it's that's the it's the. All right, give me Flow Rider. Flow Rider. There you go. Um Pam Anderson for Floaty from Zach Swisher. Not a bad oh, idea. That's, there is some double entendres there. Uh, I assume he's referencing her flotation devices, Mike. <laughs> yeah, a little Baywatch action. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Snoop Dogg for Floaty. He can't swim, so he needs floaties. Flow from Progressive. Uh, oh, wow. I can't even imagine. I mean, she's she's earned generational wealth and residuals from those commercials, Mike. You're gonna You're going to have to... Yeah, we'll have to pay up. We'll we'll have to offer some equity incentives. (laughs) Bethany has a comment. I used to dress up as Flo, the progressive girl. Uh, In what what context? I was going to say, for for Halloween or just like it's a Tuesday? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. We're going to welcome in a special guest. This is the man who I have seen working hard behind the scenes on the first inaugural unofficial official top shot celebrity all-star game it's none other than pack trip live in front I'm of sorry, the basketball I'm hall sorry. of fame i had oh, to shit. pull up i had to pull up for you guys so you could see it yourself let everybody know you know it could be in springfield mass some people are making the trip uh mbl is can't wait number 267 we had to we had to make that jersey number happen and luckily the print shop could do it uh, that, that is amazing. I love the jersey. I love. I've gotten a lot yeah. of DMs about it. You killed it on that. So I, you, I'm yeah. sadly not going to be able to make it. But uh, just to show people the jerseys here, I, I got mine today. Rising floor. We got Overzet three. That's here. awesome. Super fresh jerseys. Patrick, for the people who don't know, give them the uh, the setup about what this game is and and what you've been organizing. So it all it all started uh, in summer league Vegas. You know. Uh, 
I went to Summer League Vegas. So did you guys. You entered, uh, rented out a basketball court. We hooped. And I kind of thought about it. What if all the content creators got together and hooped? And, you know, it's just formed into this. I, luckily enough, live in Springfield, Massachusetts, and have been uh, in the basketball scene here for a little bit. So I know the people at the Hall of Fame. It was an easy book for me. Um, and I, I just figured, you know, let's spread this on. It's February 12th, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you get in with a seeing stars moment, which is pretty cool. You know, Web3 utility, no fiat <laughs> at the door. Um, and, <laughs> and that's what it's all about. And I believe from what I've seen, you're you're going to have, um, is it a live stream for people, highlight video? It sounds like people are going to be able to watch this. Yes, there will be a live stream. Um, at the time when uh, we were kind of planning everything, one of the only people who wasn't going to be able to go but really wanted to be a part of it was Top Shot Tandy. And it's going to be on Top Shot Tandy's stream. So if you want to follow uh, him on, on uh, Twitter or something, and yeah, so he'll tweet out the what? link when it's going live. Uh, what were you saying? I was going to say, who's the early front runner for MVP? Is there is a market propped up for this? So honestly, if I had to put it down, I, I've seen MBL hoop. And, it, and if you're not going to be there <laughs> to stop him, <laughs> If you're not going to be there to stop him, and, and so Jack's out too. You know what I'm saying? Who, who can match that intensity? He's like Chris I'm Paul. Looking, I'm looking for forward to the mic on mic battle. Uh, Zakarian, uh, all he does is post, you know, videos of him shooting threes. I've actually played uh, in rec basketball leagues uh, with Zakarian. He's a, he's a very good shooter, okay. but he, I, I believe I've yelled at him for, uh, not crashing the boards hard enough, not playing hard enough on defense. So I think Mike could potentially outwork uh, other Mike. I don't know. I'll Mike outwork sent him. In his, he sent in his stats today, and he's, he's a buck 40 soaking wet. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's, if he's bodying them down low, but he could definitely take it outside and get some buckets. Uh, here, here's another one right here. Here's, uh, James Naismith. Statue. <laughs> I I don't know if I can flip my screen. I don't want to mess it up. I've never did StreamYard on, on my iPhone before. Uh, so that's James Naismith. And at the end of the day, he, he was a kid from Springfield, Massachusetts, who came up with this game that we all know and love. LeBron James and Michael Jordan are billionaires because of some kid in the early 1900s came up with some little game where they throw a ball in a peach basket. And it went to this global thing. Roham took it to NFTs and created this. And now the NFTs in the global phenomenon is coming back home to Springfield, Mass. You know, it, it's beautiful. Life comes full circle. I love it. I love it. And yeah, and for people who, who don't know, you are legit rented out, got the court at the Basketball Hall of Fame. You guys aren't at some, you know, random blacktop in Springfield. You guys are doing it on the real court. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I rented out the entire building for four hours. <laughs> and we're going to be able to go on our own tour, do whatever we want. Look at the shoes Wilt Chamberlain was in when he dropped 100. You know what I'm saying? There's so much <laughs> stuff and memorabilia, cool things here uh, for all fans. And, yeah, just think of this as like an NFT conference, you know. Um, but the panelists are playing basketball for two hours instead of just talking about how good the coin is. You know, it's – it's uh, I, I love everything – that it is what it can be, and hopefully more collectors come than, than what are showing right now. And even on to the next year, we just got to show them how it's done, and it, it'll it'll follow. I love it. I love it. Uh, 
Mike, uh, are you, uh, have you been training? I know you've been busy with floaty stuff. You gotten any shots up? Uh, okay. So I was actually supposed to play last night, but we ended up launching last night. Mm. So I didn't end up playing and now I haven't played since we were in Vegas, but before I talk about my basketball skills, I have to give pack trip a huge shout out. He has done an incredible amount of planning here. He's taken out the whole hall of fame. He's making literally basketball cards for us. I don't want, I don't want to give away any, uh, household secrets but he's making basketball courts for us like literally physical cards for us he got the jerseys made he organized the teams he's doing a whole thing a live stream he's worked his ass off for this and I, i'm very very excited for it i'm meeting a lot of people who i've talked to a bunch but have not um had the opportunity to meet and i'm very appreciative of the hard work that patrick's put in he's worked his tail off i appreciate you mike yeah we yeah. uh and, I, uh, and I don't think I'm MVP favorite. I'll add that. There's got to be someone else out there. I haven't played since Vegas. I, I'm I'm fat right now. I'm like out of shape. I've I've been trying to figure out uh, floaty flow blockchain. Get all that done. There's no time for exercise. I'm, I'm I'm drinking champagne. It's it's a mess out here. I have Chinese food four times a week. I'm I'm struggling, but <laughs> it's fine. We got some subs. I'll so, be good. So so MVP. We I mean there's there's Alexo. There's the judge. There's Beerman. <laughs> There, there's a lot of options here. I don't, I don't well, know so, what someone's going to be like a closet score. high school player. I, I think. Well, we, we seen Judge's clip. He put up a clip recently, and and he did some some nifty under oh, yeah, he double play. double pump. Yeah, the double pump was nice, and he and he finished with the and one. Um, so he, the judge might really be a threat. Some a piece of me wants Alexo to drop forty though. Like, just how ironic would it be? If he came here and shut it down, <laughs> who, who, uh, you know, a lot of people, a I think they, they have a, a lot to gain. You know, if you put it down a nice tape when this is all being filmed, uh, who do you think has the most to lose? Who, who do you think's reputation here could take a hit if they don't, you know, step up and play? Ooh, Jeb has been putting up a lot of Kobe shoes lately. A lot of Mamba <laughs> mentality. I think, I think. I think Jeb is is definitely putting his, his credibility on the line, <laughs> um, but I will say some pe some people and some brands that have reached out are uh, one is is Ballers, which is really cool. They sponsored the MVP and they're giving away a baller to whoever wins MVP, and that's, that's pretty that's nice. Ballers, awesome. PFP on flow, uh, that's freaking awesome. It it really is. Um, you know the one of the CEOs hit me up. It was like, hey, like, how can you know we'd be a part of this and and uh, you know promote this and yada yada yada. And now, uh, and and I've been talking to El Dumbo. I did an NLL giveaway, so two Nine Lives Lounge members also won play uh, positions on the roster. So one on each team. We have Nine Lives Lounge members that weren't content creators or even thought of about joining before. So that was that was awesome. Shout out El Dumbo for arranging that. Um, yeah, you know, this is what it's all about, sports NFTs, and, and this is a sports NFT conference. The one funny thing is I can't pull this off with UFC Strike fans. You know what I'm saying? What are we going to grab the content creators and they're going to fight each other? So basketball has this very <laughs> unique thing where we can host an all-star game. Maybe we could do seven-on-seven seven flags. Maybe we could set that up eventually. I don't know if this whole all-star thing is going to be my shtick. You know, this was just for basketball. But if we expand, I, I, don't, I don't know what's coming. But um, I don't know. The UFC strike one does sound interesting. Now that I think about it, you know, I, who wants action on Beanie? You know, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. 
that's i mean those have to take place in dubai you got to get out from all the regulation and uh and let it fly out there but no seriously uh just seeing a little bit behind the scenes um how much work and organization you've put into this and to get this to all come together at such a sweet location is uh is really sweet so we're uh all looking forward uh to seeing the the highlights the videos all of that good stuff so uh great work pack drip and uh thank you for uh, joining us tonight Thank you. I wanted to rip packs, but I don't have the technology to do it from here. I'm not at my PC. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Much love. We'll see you see back Saturday. Awesome. Man, that was impressive. I know. I, I feel so bad, too, because I got my, my jersey, thought I was going to be able to go, and then uh, and then couldn't couldn't make it. So, um, rugged again. Hope, rugged again. Hopefully it's uh, the start of a, an annual tradition, or maybe we could um, – even do a version of it again when we go to summer league. Uh, yeah, it'd be fun. In August. The, uh, yeah, that, that was the inaugural one. Pack trip was there. Uh, we had some inspiration. All of us, uh, hung over, uh, some of us more hung over than others. <laughs> Clay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen someone down as bad as Clay that day at the gym, uh, in Vegas. Um, yeah, yeah. all right, guys. We got some VIPs to welcome in. We got our guy Willis. He's rocking the fresh CTS threads. You know him. You love him. Do you have Do you have the wine glass tonight, Willis? Uh, I just have a regular beer glass. Okay. So, but yeah. All right. So, so no, no emoji uh, recreation here. And of course, I think the all-time most frequented club VIP guest. It's Dmang. Also, CTS hoodie brothers. What's going on, Dmang? Uh oh, do we have your audio, Dime? Hello. Hey, you hear me now? Hello. Yeah, yes. we got you. Cool. I feel like every time you're on, your background is more complex than the last time. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, no, it's been stable. It's plateaued, I think, for the moment. <laughs> Working on a few things. Um, I'm sorry about the 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 ensemble. I guess maybe I should have called first and asked. Well, you know, no, this showing is up it's, and... it's completely it's completely allowed. I actually had two buddies in high school who had the same uh, shirt, polo shirt from American Eagle, and they would coordinate with each other. One had like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and the other had Tuesday, Thursdays, uh, just to make sure that they never showed up to high school <laughs> wearing the exact same shirt. Um, but no, uh, all CTS merch is is welcomed here. Um, so this is what we're going to do tonight. We're going to rip some packs with these guys. I also, uh, I lined up for the, um, you know, the the KD pack drop that went awry. And, you know, I got refunded for my pack. So I'm going to give one of those uh, premium packs away and two of my common packs away. We're going to do another uh, screen yard, stream, screen yard, stream yard giveaway here. KD, hashtag KD in the chat. All you need to do is be following the channel and liking and put Katie in the chat and we will uh, spin for this uh, later. Um, Willis, how was, uh, have you been grinding the, uh, the top shot streets? Have you been in the queue for all these drops? Uh, I have been. Yeah. Uh, shout out to no smock, you know, mm. from the discord. He's been on here. Oh yeah. He was uh, one of those lucky people that hit on a, a hollow and a four badge, you know, rookie. But uh, shout out to him. He's been uh, lending me a uh, Jason Tatum uh, S2 Hollow to help get my collector score up. 
So I've been in like the legendary drops and stuff to get over the the 10k collector score. Thanks what to is, him. What's his chart? Five percent, six percent. What's his lending charge? Uh, he hasn't charged me anything, but I've given him um, some moments and stuff, you know. So I saw that he was a Mavs fan, and I sent him over uh, a couple of those moments. So you know, but he I, hasn't asked for anything. He well, well he's a good guy, but I was imagining a funny scenario where after tonight's show, you know, he sends you a DM and says, "Hey, um, that moment's now available on Floaty uh, if you want to uh, if you want to rent it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point, you know. Yeah, we got bills to pay. We got to charge. I'm sorry. That's right. Um, D Mang, how about you? You you still feeling the uh, the Top Shot vibes? I am. I'm still in it. Um, try to hit some packs. Uh, you know, it was funny. Uh, speaking of no smoke, I was in the the all day drop like a Friday before, and it was um, it had its its bumps. But I was thinking of him because he always seems to have really great luck in the all-day packs. I see in the the, the VIP Discord, he's he's um, dropping posts, you know, pull, getting good pulls there. And so I was thinking, where's he at today? He always has good luck. I guess he was saving it for this week, so it worked out for him. So congrats. But and I I should also mention I had incredible envy over No Smocks poll because it was a Fred Van Vliet. Yep. legendary uh as well which i did say he is required to to give those to me um that's just kind of how that works i think um, i saw that in the disclaimer yeah willis what do you what do you say should we open up some packs yeah let's do it let's do it yo 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 what up it's dj pete over that welcome to the club we didn't think things were gonna get popping tonight but it's about to get lit behind door number two it's a three-pointer 1325 kevin Durant. We're gonna get a Lamelo. We're gonna get a Luca. We're gonna get a LeBron. Click the reveal. Let's go. God damn it! I don't need another layup. To the window. To the wall. The De'Aaron Fox stripped down my ball. Two ninety-three assists. Everybody get their drinks. Let's get a cheers tonight before we open up these nine packs. Uh, cheers, cheers. We got, look at Mike with the, uh, the champagne. It's empty. It's empty. I'm so upset. <laughs> um, someone said, uh, the answer, watch them rip a loaded pack. I was, I was saying that when, uh, when that, the judge had the, the five hollows, like, can you imagine if on this street I ripped five hollows? I mean, the pitchforks would be, people got mad at me for getting a free $9 pack from Jacob last February, a year ago. <laughs> can you imagine? Um, Willis, you were such a pro. I didn't even have to give you any instructions. You're already screen shared, Chrome shared. You know what you're doing. I selected the audio or uh, audio box. It was actually already pre-selected. So shout out to StreamYard for that. You know, you don't even have to click it yourself. <laughs> StreamYard's been watching Club Top Shot, and they're like, "We are so sick of this bit. We're just going to default the selection on including the audio." <laughs> um, all right, I haven't even heard the music for this yet. He's been in a black challenge before. 
Uh, that's a Zach Levine moment. Good dunk. Good dunk. Good dunk. Blake Griffin had a monster game the other night. The fake. 31st. Willis, I'm starting to think you're not going to get four hollows. Trevor. Kind of a cool cereal. What do we think, Willis? How are we feeling about that pack? Uh, you know, it's it's pretty standard based on everything that I've seen. So I, I checked underneath. You know, I, I knew what I was getting. So, you know. There you go. Who uh, is that vintage? Oh, it's a Wade vintage vibes. It's I see it in the middle. Yeah, I've, I've saved it uh, just because for the longest time, there was a bunch of cereals in, like, the top, like, 25 that said it was still in a pack. And so, like... I'm just waiting for more packs to get open to see if, like, the number... I think the number one and two were still out there for a while. So Could be randomization issues. <laughs> yeah. That Now, that's that's the long sweat, you know? There's the immediate sweat, and there's just waiting people out uh, sweat to see what's uh, what's in there. Why don't we, we have you... Do do one more, Willis. Do, do one right. more. I'm, I'm sorry. I should just stop sharing. No, I, uh, I, I, see your, I see your war chest there. Let's rip another. Yeah, give us some more content. Come on, Willis. If, you, I mean, you, I can rip them all. I don't care. <laughs> you can oh, also you do it. Oh. Oh, Willis is ruining it by checking all of Andy, this is for you. Oh, he did it! Boom! <laughs> reveal all. I knew they were all 60K. Oh, that's a really good Kevon Looney. Uh... All right, Willis, give us the reveal alls. We love it. Don't check. Don't check this time. Just start. Yeah, don't check them. Just do it. Reveal all. Yeah. Oh. Where is this? This is great. I'm loving this. All right. Oh, you cheater. Oh, there you go. Let's watch it. Let's nice. Uh, game he's got such a fast release. Do you guys know oh, why Willis, he doesn't Willis, have a... I, I need to see the uh, the Anthony Edwards game-recognized game you got. Yeah, I didn't see that at first either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, are the, what are the people called who uh, play video games, but for speed, speed racers? Yeah. Speedrunners. Oh, Speedrunners. Speed Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're going to become that for Top Shot. It's just like a five-minute show where you have 100 people come on and rip packs. You know, you know what's funny, too, is uh, from the pack from Thursday or Friday, the Elite ones, I got an Anthony Edwards in that one as well. Um, but I sold it because I was just like, man, how is this thing $90? And yet it's still gone up. It's $100 now today. Not too bad. That's crazy. I think, I think the universe wants you to have $190. That's a, that's a pretty nice one there. Uh, real quick before Dmang, uh, if you guys want to get in the drawing for the KD packs, I'm going to do one premium, two of the comments, hashtag KD in the chat. Just make sure you're subscribed to the channel to be eligible. Dmang, what do you got for us? You just showing off your collection here first? Oh, so, uh, yeah. 
Hey, uh, Patrick uh, reminded me. He, he mentioned the UFC strike. I got yeah. a couple of those packs. Uh, if you're if you're interested, I, I would see a I would see a UFC uh, opening. I haven't seen that yet. You want to you want to do a taste of that or a Top Shop or do a UFC then Top Shot or we're here. Uh, we're, yeah, we're here. Let's do right. a let's let's rip a, a couple of these. Start with the standard. Hey, D-Ming, what was your Q spot for that Elite Pack? I got... What happened here? Um, I think that was the one I may have had, uh, like, 678 or something ridiculous. It was, like, my low, my 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 um, lowest Q yet. Willis is asking um, if you have a hollow in your pack or not. Yeah. Well, I don't I think I do because <laughs> looking at... I was... It was, it was if your Q spot was one of the last ones. Yeah. So that's why I was asking if you had to wait yeah. a while. I you think know. I was too early. Yeah. But the early people who got back into line got all hollows. And uh, sold out before I got back. Oh, no. <laughs> Debut for Gabe Winston. Bryn Forbes, he of the challenge recently. I, I will say, I, I was just kidding. I don't want to. If you want to open them up one by one like a normal person, none of us mind. <laughs> I probably yeah, I won't judge you. It's giving me anxiety. <laughs> you get to open your packs however you want. I I have. I'm gonna save one of these, so I have four of them. I'll, I'll rip with you, and then I want to get to that elite too. So. Oh yeah, we got to do the elite. I'll do another reveal. Here we go. Jokic? Yep. Back to back MVP. Not so bad. Is he the front runner for MVP right now, Will? Yes. Fred Van Vliet get beat off the dribble like that. You hate to see it. All right. Should we get this elite? Let's do the elite. Here we go. Same music or different? Fingers crossed. I mean, it might be nice to hear. That feels like 
is it's very triumphant you know i feel like i'm at like some aggressive graduation ceremony or something <laughs> um two anthony edwards polls tonight that's pretty good I take that not, not too bad not too, not too bad, bad for a free pack right no right. why don't you uh yeah head over to ufc this is gonna be uh final call here for the uh kd giveaways hashtag kd stop and reshare all right mike andy did you guys get any packs here that you're looking to open tonight i'm down i've got some packs all right i do not have any packs i've got some of the kd packs i was pretty late in the line it's possible i got some fun stuff but i don't think i was late enough <laughs> that's that's all we need right now is mbl to pull five hollows <laughs> <laughs> that'd be bad You'd have to give them all away. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, maybe I'll just take out loans against them, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh wow. What are... So are these... What am I looking at? Are, they, are those condoms? Those are condoms, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too. Um, so it was... What was it? The first they had that um, stress test, right? Oh, yeah. So I bought... Uh, a couple stress test packs and when i open they just opened they came opened in my wallet so um there was like three of them that were open and then uh, i opened a pack and then i purchased a few more and got a couple gifts because of the hiccup that they had um they i also got some dapper balance refund uh because of that they had the same um or not the same but they had a similar resort issue with yeah. their with their real drops so anything else you get is jacob gonna take you out for dinner jesus <laughs> I, I you know they're 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 trying to make up for it make up i'm kidding wait that's it okay okay so there's no in it so it's forced reveal all yes okay all and right why why uh what happened there do you see a Francis Ngannou there? Yeah, Ngannou is a good one. Can you Let's see if we can get in that moment? Yeah. There we go. I do like the the aesthetic of the uh, of the moms, but it's not. Oh, here we go. Early inside leg kick is there for Biggie Boy. Oh, oh, oh that's it. it's over. Rosen strike is out. Whoa, Ngannou. Oh, man. 
out cold. Holy smokes! So Honestly, it didn't seem a great contest. It was like a vicious first round Holy knockout. Cow. You can't make any mistakes. Mike, are you saying you, you would have been able to withstand that punch? Yeah, I've yeah. got a, what do they call it, like a, a good chin or something, or a good... <laughs> <laughs> if you what have to call? ask, then you don't have one. Um, I, 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 that's super cool that they have the announcers. Yeah, I do like that. Have you guys I, seen the people who overlay like, the NBA commentators over the top oh, oh, That's pretty cool. No, I haven't. Cousin Hal, Cousin Hal did it, it's cool. The only, I do wish, I feel like you should be able to see the moment with music during the pack rip, like you do with Top Shot. It's a little anticlimactic otherwise. You know, the, um, and that, this is, how do I want to say? Um, I'd say that all day is the least dynamic of them all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, yeah. it, and they seem rather flat compared to the, Let's do let's do yeah, one more here. Yeah, we'll do another one. These do look even more condom like yeah. than the top <laughs> Over that you know, you go for those ones. Oh yeah, I mean quadruple XL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so why is it only showing you one? Now this was a gift. This was a oh, gift this pack. was a gift. I did a gift pack. So they only only one in the gift packs. <laughs> it's weird that you can't play it from that screen either i know okay here we go now we got a bigger screen here yeah the people really want the full screen 98 percent of manuous strikes are from the stand oh that's pretty cool. Whoa. 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 that would hurt your shin too and you know, like normally with the UFC knockouts, there's the the strike that takes him down, and they normally get one more hit in before the ref ends it. That one was so definitive after the leg kick, he's like, No more, you're not touching this guy yeah. anymore. Uh, oh my goodness. I I like the intimacy of the moment though. I like that you're right in there, you're tight with them. And they're giving you all those multiple angles on it. UFC yeah, does work well nice. for this. It does. I think it translates well. I'm into this. I, I could not take that hit. Um, very nice. Um, all right. I'm going to do the giveaways. Then we'll open Mike's packs. And then we will end with the giveaway winner's packs. We'll uh, do some walk-off rips there. So uh, thank you guys for entering and subscribing and liking the video tonight 99 entries pretty good odds i'm going to draw three the first two will be for the common and the third will be for the elite so the first winner of the common pack is katie who do we got who do we got mv the mysterious mv it could be the entire island of martha's vineyard we don't know but mv congratulations we'll do one more for a common pack. Do, 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 do. Seeing friends in the name. Travis D. Nice. Is that is that an is that an NFT, Avi? I should know. I don't recognize it. Flovatar, no? Yeah, Flovatar. Okay. Come on. 
I mean, sorry, Andy. Oh, I thought you're flowing me. Am I? No. I do have a couple no. ballers. <laughs> um, all right, and this is this is for the big one, the Elite Pack. I got two of them for free. I'm generous, but only generous to give you one of my two. Oh. No, man, you always hate seeing your name at the start. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, Josh oh, Wood. The answer. Oh, really yeah. thought it was going to be the answer. The answer. Josh Wood. Um, all right. We will open your guys' packs here in a second and then just DM me or uh, hit me up on Twitter, uh, Discord, and I will ship you the moments after we open them tonight. MBL, why don't you uh, open up the vault? All right. Hold on. Somehow I'm surprised, even though you already said I'm going to open packs. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the VIPs come on. They got the screen share loaded. I'm ready. Um, you act like it's your first rodeo. I'm ready. Speaking of your generosity, this this hoodie is made. This is in part due to your generosity of uh, VIP kickback. Uh, so thank you for that. This was very, very nice quality hoodie. Of course. Yeah. By your generosity. The, uh, the hoodies uh, have got rave reviews. Uh, you guys can still grab those in the store. Uh, very, very comfy hoodies. Uh, you can get them in black, white, uh, navy blue, or green. I don't know if anyone's been so bold to do the green, uh, but knock yourself out. Some of you could pull it off, I'm sure. I have a heather green of the Cash Game King hoodie, mm. and I love the color. It's It's really good, so... I, Willis, I saw you. Uh, you were pumping the hoodies on uh, the Team Hold live stream this morning. Well, well, it's funny that you and Dimang are wearing the white CTS hoodie because Mike had one on, and he got hot and he took it off. And uh, you know, I I I couldn't miss the opportunity to uh, to have him give you the plug, and so I asked him, "Hey, where'd you get that uh, nice hoodie from? It looks fresh." I am going to have to complain with Mike because our arrangement um, mandates that he actually wears the hoodie for the entire show. You said he took it off about halfway? No, no like maybe like 20 minutes in. Okay. So, I, halfway. I, that, the contract That's he crazy. signed is for the full episode. I'm paying him far too much money to be taking the hoodie off like that. Did he do at least like a slow takeoff so you could really kind of see the logo no, on no, it? He turned his camera off and everything. He turned his camera off? Or he ran a drop, uh, like you know he. They have a uh, pretty cool drops and stuff. So, wow. Well, you know who else has cool drops and stuff, Willis? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about that for cool drops? Um. All right. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> what do you What do you got here? I don't know. What do we want to open? Jesus. What? Are oh, you they they on? they just minted new Rising Stars packs. Should we open Rising Stars? Yeah. Let's do it. I need a little new music. Yeah, did you see that tweet that they sent out about a star, uh, the, um, like out of focus, except the one word was stars? No, what? but I saw you, you mentioned that uh, today. What what was that? You were so there, you was, had... um, there was a tweet, I think it was yesterday, day before, from their account. And it looked like the old um, Seeing Stars art. But I think they said in the roadmap, like they're not having the Seeing Stars this season. They're going to have a rising stars and something else. So I was wondering if it's the new rising stars or if it's maybe the new whatever they have planned. Um, but Very there was, nice. yeah, there was some art 
with the stars in focus. Yeah. Apparently they just minted new rising stars. I saw that come across the live token uh, bot. Yeah, All right. let's do it. Rising I forget what the rising... I could open both. Should we open both? Yeah. All right, I hope I got the sound right. music was a lot yeah do you got any cool cats packs i don't think so no <laughs> um yeah well, well do uh do you have a do you have a kd elite or just the cards? yeah i do oh. i mean they have the challenges going on now should i just fire through six of these right now sure how did you get six of these because <laughs> you they're like airdrops and i bought some i don't know yeah you could buy up to five right yeah um, and there were airdrops if you like held sets. I don't. I don't know. Alright. They're they're here. Oh yeah, I had gone for it and didn't get it, so then I got. To Demar Derozan. The wrong. That's got to be it. Okay. You take that. Wait, was that a was that an MGLE? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Surprise! You were moving so fast. Yeah. Even though you had an MGLE. That's sweet. Desmond Bain's sweet, actually. Do I have the glitch thing where I get like too many MGLEs? Probably. Alright, that's sweet. That's a good problem, I guess. <laughs> Wait, do I have the glitch thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> what a time. 
like, just cut to the MGLA, man. <laughs> Yeah, torch is bad. Get out the pitchfork. Pull the plug. Pull the plug. Get us out of here. This is definitely the first thing everyone wanted to see. Get the players. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, it's probably probably about time for NBL to stop uh, ripping packs here. Oh my god. All right, see you guys later. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to see what a peasant pack looks like? We'll we'll open mine uh that that uh people won tonight. Uh oh my goodness, India. Oh Clay Clay's <laughs> comment was hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Big top shot cut the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna show you guys what a real pack opening experience is like. One, a man of the Beeple's pack opening experience. Let's see here. Someone wanna give me instructions on how to share my screen here? Um, okay. All right, these are for uh, our giveaway winners. So first, we will do. This is gonna be Josh Woods pack uh we are going to do uh one of the common packs all right this is you josh wood this is your moment i am i am in a fast gas All right, congratulations, Josh. This is AK-47 Raiders pack. Here we go. Fast gassing. Back-to-back groupies. the moment so nice you had to show it twice rudy pj tucker darius garland evan fournier cp mbl gets uh you know rare back-to-backs you just get rudy gobert well those were from elite packs right mike mine yeah elite yeah yeah oh okay so this this is going to be the elite pack and um it's guaranteed mgle right I mean, if you're if you're NBL, yeah, this is going to Matt S, and um, this is gonna be a walk off pack. Uh, getting late. Thank you guys uh, for hanging out with us tonight, Mike. Uh, congratulations, man, on the floaty launch. Seriously, awesome stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You guys have been patient, and I've, I've missed some episodes while working on it. So appreciate you guys hanging with me. But excited to be launched and. Yeah, appreciate all the support in the chat. And a quick shout out to the Wolf Pack, who's watching right now. Um, and yeah, excited to be back. Awesome. Yeah, no, you you were like apologizing profusely for missing a week. You know, you know how like if there's a guy on the highway, you know, speeding in a red Corvette, and all you have to do is be going not quite as fast as that red Corvette because they're drawing all the attention. Yeah. Pete Pete Jennings is the red Corvette in this analogy. <laughs> 
Like, it, I mean, you're you're fine, man. Like, no, we're never gonna notice that you're missing because Pete's gone every week, so you're you're good. Yeah, I like to I like to be reliable out here for you guys. <laughs> um, Willis and Dmang, as always, uh, thank you guys for for joining us. Always fun to hang out with you guys in the club. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, Andy, uh, we did have breaking news a few minutes ago. Uh, the uh, the crypto punk, the ape cowboy, bought for. A cool 2,500 ETH? Was that you? You're muted. You're still muted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know these you takes. Know. Sadly, it wasn't. Uh, I'll get them next time. Uh, <laughs> rumor has it that it was Robert Leshner, the founder of Compound, who bought it. Uh, mm. But I, I have not seen that he confirmed it. I have seen that he liked the tweet of the sale, though. So we're doing a little sleuthing. <laughs> Hey, well, guess who else just liked it, uh, Andy? You gonna connect some dots <laughs> with me? <laughs> well, the buyer also had about forty million dollars worth of compound tokens in the wallet, so I don't know. If oh, that okay. To you as well. Uh, you know that uh, does actually rule me out. Um, <laughs> Andy, any any final words here? Uh, no. People need to take Twitter less seriously. I would say. Yes. That's my final words for the day. Yes. Uh, the, I mean, those are those are evergreen words to live by. Um, we are here every Tuesday night. It's time for uh, the KD certified pack that Matt S1. See if we can get you some of that MGLE love here. Oh.